Hello and welcome to a special Heroes World broadcast. I have gathered my Star Wars crew. These are the people that I talk Star Wars with all the time. The people that I've roped in to the force. And here we are going to be talking Book of Boba Fett, Disney's latest live action Star Wars offering. So with me tonight is Megan Jin. Say hello, Megan. Hello. Scott Solo, all the way from the States. How you doing, Scott? Good evening. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. All right. Me. And we've got Jesse Rendar. How you doing, Jesse? Not bad. How's everybody? I'm doing great. And it's me, Andre from Heroes World, with my Star Wars alias, R2 Dre2. And like I said, we are talking the book of Boba Fett. The first episode dropped today. And we are going to give you our first first impressions what we liked what we didn't like and possibly where we think this show is going so first up i think the most important character here uh and a stellar job tomorrow morrison boba fett we saw him in the mandalorian i think he kind of stole the show for the mandalorian season two uh and uh we see quite a I'm going to say a little bit of a different Fett than we got in the Mandalorian uh, season two. What do you guys think? Different Fett? Same Fett? From uh, Mandalorian? Yeah. Uh, different, yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. Very different, yeah. More than yeah, less, less angry, I feel. <laughs> he, he does have a sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. This time he seems, he seems like he's a little bit more... Um, I would almost say he's almost more playing like to the to the audience in a way. It's like he's he seems like he's got a little bit more to him, uh, especially the scenes I thought when he was uh, in uh, Jabba's throne yeah. room lounging and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I also felt and and maybe rightfully so because you can't have a unstoppable juggernaut. But I felt that he was significantly weaker in this i'm like wait a minute we just saw you whooping all kinds of ass in uh mandalorian season two and uh some chumps in the street kind of uh you know messed you up so yeah so we got uh i guess a multi-dimensional some more dimensions to boba fett but we also have another really good character uh joining him uh and we did see her as well this is Fennec Shand, played by Ming-Na Wen, and uh, she is one of the galaxy's deadliest assassins. Uh, quite a badass chick in this first episode, I gotta say. I think I'm more interested in the show about her <laughs> at yep. this point here. She Kinda. was really, really cool, especially when she's giving, yeah, you know, kind of knowledge she's like she's his right hand person and she's like maybe you should do it this way should i kill this dude she seemed like the person <laughs> with all the all the right answers all the all the gusto all the initiative at first so i really i really really liked uh her character uh and stuff uh so what about what about you guys yeah she was she was cool but i was in the in the scene in the 
in the little village or wherever they were i was just like dude she's supposed to be a master assassin like you just see her like stumbling and getting hit by those electric swords and i was like come on man yep. mulan would do better than that straight up straight up i agree 100 i think that particular scene um it was almost like first of all you he makes a point of saying, I'm going to walk down and show people who I am. I'm not going to be carried. I'm, I walk on my own two feet. Hey, let's not bring any weapons with us, though. Nope, nope. <laughs> let's not bring our guns. No, 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 no. no. Nope. Let's not have a sword or, or anything. And then the fight happens, and they're getting knocked about. And I'm like, okay, so you fired your one weapon. What about that handy flamethrower we all know you have? Like, yeah, it's an energy shield. I will burn your legs. Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah nope nope can't it was like a gap it was a gap there's a gap you know how about a trip why don't you go high i go low maybe we trip one of those guys or you know he had those really cool knee rockets maybe he ran out of ammo don't uh, don't Mandalorians have the grappling hook too isn't that like standard issue grappling yes yeah Yeah, pretty much so um I am going to chalk all of those instances up, though, to my good friend, John Favreau, pictured here on the left, uh, and he is credited as the writer. It says, written by John Favreau. On the right, in the action pose, we have got the director, Mr. Robert Rodriguez, uh, and I think he did a pretty decent job, but back to my man, John Favreau, like... (laughs) This episode, like, again, who was it written for? Like, could you not have tightened it up, like, just a little bit? Like, there's all of this kind of stuff that's that's loosey-goosey, that's not, like, you know, he, he wrote almost all of The Mandalorian, or is credited with it, you know? So how is it we have got this character who who's now, you know significantly or i shouldn't say significantly but definitely looks looks weaker this has to take place after man after where we see him in mandalorian right yeah right yeah and and now he is uh back to tank ridden right he's 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 to the back i think that's an interesting angle but it's also very crippling if in the first episode like he gets literally stunned a couple times his armor really helped him by the way that's you know, really, really great, great, great armor you got there, Boba Fett. Stormtrooper <laughs> armor might have done a little bit more. And then he's like, take me to my back to tank. Dude, you were in the street for five minutes. You know, like, like, anyways, thought that could have been better written. I don't know uh, if you guys were so as so critical as I was for that. But uh, just I just felt like this, this is Boba Fett. This is, this is the guy that climbed out of the. The, the the back to the, the 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 sarlacc pit this is the guy that the galaxy fears not those jawas though they will just oh. strip them like routine i got a jet pack i know it's green but like i guess they don't fear they don't fear a reputation at that point right the, like, the moral of this episode is jawas like suck man they they stole his <laughs> hel- the coins out of his helmet when they knocked the helmet away they took his armor <laughs> off opportunists they- Punch him in the face, like, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. Sure. John was getting a bad rap in, in all this Star Wars, but I will say, I am going to be sorely, sorely disappointed if we do not have a scene 
of him going back and at least blowing up one Jawa sound sand crawler, <laughs> or or not like going like Anakin Skywalker like he did to those Tuscans. Like like listen, these guys jacked your armor, giving you nightmares. Let's let's see you do something. We know the Mandalorian couldn't even beat Jawa, so maybe that's it. Maybe Jawas are the secret. You know the, the, the defenders <laughs> of the galaxy, like they're they're yeah, just right. the ultimate badassery. Let's not f with the Jawas, right? But, <laughs> but uh, let's go scene somewhere where he gets a little bit of uh, revenge or something. But to, uh, your, uh, to your point, Andre, like that whole all the are we doing spoilers? Yeah, we, well, yeah, we're we're right in it. This is we're it. spoilers. Um, yeah. You know all the all the flashback sequences showed him, like you said, crawling out of the pit. And then, like, how he took his beatings, but, like, he was, I don't know if he's getting stronger, but, I mean, obviously, at the, at the end, he, he sort of, you know, helped save the, 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 the Tuscan, I guess, boy, girl, the, the child. Yep. Um, and you could see him sort of getting that respect and getting that, his, his bravado back. And then, but in the real time, he got his ass kicked. And it's like, it's like, like, so what was the point of the dream, you know, the flashbacks showing him getting stronger if he's not strong? I don't know. Yeah, I, maybe maybe episode two, three, maybe we'll get something more. Oh, for sure. I think I, I think that you you bring up something very interesting. I think the flashbacks to me throw off the pacing of this episode a lot. Um, yeah. It's yeah. almost like they needed. Uh, I don't want to say like a like to have a just a flashback whole episode or whatever. I think I like I would have rathered it been, you know, one full episode in the past, one full episode in the present. My one of my big. Um, things as a, as a big star wars fan as you guys know but even if even if you're not a star wars like a huge star wars guru or anything the, the one thing that the original trilogy never did and this goes to the sequel trilogy is they never played flashbacks there was never a single flashback in it uh and i always thought that was a really really cool tool because anything that you needed to know they told you or you saw Right, they might have referenced something, but they never showed a flashback or or or, or anything. Always, maybe like a, a kind of like there was. Always, they always talked about visions and, and and kind of the future and stuff like that. And they always mentioned past events, which in those movies we never saw. Sure, in retrospect, you can go, oh yeah, but in the Han Solo movie, they show you the Kessel Run. Yeah, but that they didn't show. They didn't flash back in A New Hope to show you the Kessel Run. Mm -hmm. So in a lot of this new Disney stuff, where they are putting in flashbacks, you know. They, they just don't work for me. They don't have any. Um, to me, they don't have any weight, right? Like we know that he got out. That would have been enough for that particular flashback, and we know that he was with the Tuscan Raiders. So showing him in this scene with the Tuscan Raiders and getting beat and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, what is the point of of these episodes and stuff? And I and you kind of knew at that, that moment. You're like, okay, well, I know these guys aren't gonna kill him because we know that he's there and i know they're not going to have him tortured for a while because he hangs out with them so then I'm, I'm watching it and i'm saying okay this is boba fett this is one of the most feared men in the galaxy and these tuscans are punking him and treating him like nothing <laughs> and he literally talks to the to the what are they called scott the greedo guys yeah um, uh he i yeah. Rodians, Rodians. He talks Rodians. to Rodian. He's like, "Hey, we can make it to Anchorage. Let's go." And the guy's like, "No, I'm not going." Then they fight this really cool Mortal Kombat extra, 
right? <laughs> a really, really cool scene. So right? many this abs. Was, this was awesome. <laughs> so many abs. And, so many abs. <laughs> and he just kills them, yet decides to not kill the kid that punked him and then walk to Anchorage. You know, like, what was, what was, I don't know. What's the thought process? Again, I'm going to chalk that up to my boy, John Favreau. This guy can't write or he can't write well. Well, I shouldn't say he can't write. I don't know the audience that he's writing this for. Maybe he's writing it just, I'm going to make it visually stunning for people. Maybe Boba Fett feels that, oh, I got no other people. So let me go back and hang out with these Tusken Raiders. Be there, be happy I saved this child. Like, I don't get it. I thought that was a very big miss. And especially now, are they are they creating that other hero? Oh, this guy's heroic. Like we gotta show no Boba Fett is not a hero. He's he's a survivor and he's a bounty hunter. He's not gonna be nice to some kid, sand person kid, some some you know, Tuscan Raider puppy dog thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like you you off me or you disrespect me, like that's like I I've he should be having a me- a book. I don't, know, I don't know your name, Tuscan, but I'm going to call you two grunts. You're dead. Three grunts, <laughs> double dead. You know what I mean? Like, he should be, he, like, it doesn't make any sense to me, right? Yeah. So, yeah, maybe they'll get into why he does it, obviously. And obviously, yeah, we know where he got in the Mandalorian. So, obviously, my wish of him having seen Fett kill these guys isn't going to happen because he was chilling. But the writer should give us more of a thing. Like, what if they just, like, okay, yeah. They captured him for a reason. He does this or, you know, but just writing it like that when he could have left and didn't, you know, like it was just really, I don't know, just felt kind of, kind of forced for me. Yeah. yeah. I think it, it feels like they tried to force his like humanity really, really early. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. like in, I, I feel like Boba Fett wouldn't be like, would you like me to, to undo your bonds there, buddy? Over there, like no, he'd be like, right. "Bye." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like dead weight, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> so funny, so funny. Um, all right, so let's talk about our uh, favorite moment in the show. Uh, Jesse, do you want to start, or you need a minute to think of your favorite moment uh, in the show? Um, sorry. Uh, when Fennec was running across the buildings and uh, punking mm-hmm. those two guys, um. It brought me back to flashbacks of when she was in Agents of Shield. She used to do that stuff all the time. She and there was, it is, the yeah. trifecta. There's the MCU drop. Yep. <laughs> Mulan, Agents of Shield, and now we got this. Yeah. Um, two, I she's a really good actor, but I feel like she's kind of been tightcasted into the uh, the muscle, right? Yeah. Like she did that in Shield. She was always she was called the cavalry in the Shield. She came in and whooped ass and then left and. That was it. I feel like she's that role again in this Boba Fett, but I did like seeing her do all the martial arts and punk those yeah. two guys. All right, Scott, what about you? Your favorite moment? I liked the um, the the presenting of the gifts uh, and the tributes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know, one it has like sort of Boba Fett just kind of lounging there, and and uh, Fennec was you know like you know the heavy and um, the interaction with the. Uh, the mayor's, uh, the, um, the back and forth with the mayor's uh, emissary. Um, I liked, you know, it just gave a little, like a little, I don't know. It, 
grew the character a little bit, you know, because I mean, you know, Boba Fett doesn't, I mean, literally does not talk a lot. You know, he's a man, I think a man of action and at least in four, five and six, right. He's got like just a couple lines, but it was kind of nice to be like, did you get any of that? Nope. Yeah. Me either. <laughs> you know, some of the, the, the little lighter side, cause you know, bad guys, I don't know if he's a bad guy, bounty hunter, but they still, he's got, he's got to have a little character and I like to see that sense of humor. Yeah. Megan, what about you? So, like, speaking about that scene, the first thing that I noticed is the chair. And I was like, how did Jabba fit in that chair? It's too small for him. <laughs> that was that was my first thought. <laughs> but then, secondly, I also like that scene. But when, um, I think it was the second one brought the, it looked like the skin of a Wookiee. And I was like, yeah. well, that's concerning. <laughs> like, <laughs> Chewie gonna be mad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then so the the funny thing that I noticed, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, but the the owner of the the like fancy cantina is uh, Jennifer Beals, so she's yeah. the main actress in Flashdance, which yeah. I was like, dang, girl, I did not know <laughs> did that. Know that well. Now that you yeah. say that, oh, yep. what's the yep. connection oh. there? Star Wars Flashdance, <laughs> but you haven't seen her in a little while, but hey, you know it's right? cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hope she gets to like sit on a chair and have a bucket of water fall on her at some point <laughs> while she's welding. That would be really cool. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, those those are my favorite moments. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. All right, and uh, this the the one thing we have to give this show credit for is it looks beautiful. It's mm-hmm. absolutely Star Wars, uh, you know, through and through. Uh, just great looking. Um, was there any visual effect or any kind of like scene uh, that really kind of uh, like blew you away? Like you're like, oh, damn, like this looks great. I'll start because I, I don't think you guys would would uh, would pick this one, but I'm a super big fan of like the Clone Wars stuff and even Attack of the Clones. And that just that going back to Camino scene and we saw the um, Slave One mm-hmm. and then the the, the oh. uh, all the all the water and stuff of Camino oh, like that, that was that was very that was very sick. cool yeah and I don't was... think that was a scene that they pulled from any of the movies I think they redid that one I thought that looked I was just like I was like oh damn this is cool are we gonna get some more you know info from there but uh, maybe later we will so any other scenes that you guys uh, thought were super cool I like the uh, Sarlacc pit scene it was yep. it was dark it was and then all of a sudden he's going through you can see He's panicking, and then he sees a stormtrooper, and he's like, "Okay, uh, rip." I yeah. d- I don't get what he did. Did is that an oxygen hose? And he I think it? so. I, yeah, I, I don't understand what he did, but it was a pretty cool scene. I would there. imagine it's it's hard to breathe in there um, <laughs> while being digested. Just yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess the the yeah. big difference would be if uh, a stormtrooper's suit is a kind of like a, a sealed environment suit. So if if they were into space or or anywhere, not not only space, but a hostile environment, the suit has got its own oxygen tank. And Whereas then they're insinuating that uh, the uh, bounty hunter or Boba Fett's armor that he had does not have that sealed suit. So when he just puts it, I guess you assume he puts it into his mouth underneath yeah. the underneath the helmet. So I, yeah, that was I thought he cool. uh, I thought he put it in the um, his flamethrower to create oxygen so he could light a flame. But could have been that. I thought he put it underneath. Oh. Well, yeah, good, good eye, good eye. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I'm not sure though. I just like the aesthetic of like the uh, stormtrooper kind of vibed into the uh, yeah. 
Sarlacc bit. It was pretty cool. Which makes you wonder how long that stormtrooper had been there because that Sarlacc pit was Jabba's personal, I think, uh, you know, yeah, dropping ground. torture yeah. hole. So maybe, maybe that's a story to be told. <laughs> All right, Flashbacks Megan, do you have a cool scene? Um, so I, I like to try and find the small like Easter egg things. So even just that first scene where they're panning in and they're showing the room where the back to tank is, I was like looking around trying to find like different droids and stuff. Um, yep. uh, and I saw his, I think it was his armor off in the corner. I was like, Oh, that's cool. That's yep. that was what I liked. <laughs> nice. Nice. That actually was a pretty cool scene where those little robots put on all his little armor. And stuff like <laughs> yeah. That. Like, yeah, it reminded of... me of Mulan again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's getting dressed by <laughs> I, I couldn't. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe Ming-Na also had the ear of the director. It's like, hey, yeah. you know what would be really cool? Remember Mulan when we did that? So yeah. <laughs> That's super cool. All right, Scott, lastly, any cool scene that uh I I, I thought the you know, uh the creature I thought had looked decent um you know uh with that the fight and at the at the end i i liked you know like, like we were kind of joking it's like a better goro but uh i i, I like how it looked and and moved this guy yeah yeah it was I, I don't know what kind of creature that is or you know what the lore is behind it but it was, it was pretty cool looking i think this was a star wars first i don't recognize this guy yeah. uh, at all but yeah it was it was a crazy effect like Hey, I guess that's where the budget went for this episode, you know, because yeah. it looked it looked pretty pretty solid, right? So yeah, the budget went into giving him twenty five abs. We do not want twenty. Make it twenty five. We need five more animators. Come on, let's make it work. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, what about? Uh, I know we kind of briefly went around this, but was there anything in the show that really just? in this first episode kind of turned you off where you were just like, Oh, I can't believe this or, or something kind of uh, a, shall we say a, you know, didn't make you want to turn off the show, but just something you didn't like something that just uh, made you go there. So something. I, like at the end of the Mandalorian, the first episode, there was that like scene where you see the baby Yoda, right? And you're just like, yep. oh, right? Something that draws you in. Whereas this one, you're just like, oh, he's drinking water. That's nice. <laughs> it's like there was nothing, you know, yeah. there was nothing that could bring in a potentially new audience or even an audience that like wasn't familiar with Boba Fett. So I thought that that was kind of underwhelming. Like it, there's overwhelming, there's underwhelming. It was whelming for me yeah right in the middle Just, yeah no i agree i think i think that's exactly it i think you, you you nailed it on the head this show does nothing for a non-star wars yeah. fan yeah so if yeah. you don't know anything about that stuff you're watching this show there's no great standout moment there's no great standout performance while the performances were not bad and there's no uh, not that we're all at work and have water cooler talk, but there's no, oh my God, did you see that moment in this show? Were you watching this? And I think that is going to be an issue because I remember the lot of the buzz when The Mandalorian came out. They were saying, we want to make a, a Star Wars show that's accessible to people. 
and they set out to do that with a with a new character and 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 stuff like that and 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 uh not necessarily a new scenario but it went to totally different worlds you could almost you could watch that first season of mandalorian and not know anything about star wars whereas this particular one it's it's like what do you mean you didn't study Star Wars? You don't know who Jabba the, yeah. the Hutt is. You don't know who Bib Fortuna is. You don't know who a Trandoshan is. You don't know how the blah blah blah. You don't. It's just yeah. like it's just all this stuff. They just assume you know it. Or and and it's and and again, it is it's you know cool for us to see, but how cool is it for somebody who's who's new or maybe even just as only knows the Mandalorian. And they're like, oh, I'm going right. to watch some of this. So, yeah, they'd recognize a Jawa. They'd recognize a Tusken Raider and stuff like that. But anything else, maybe maybe you don't. So you're absolutely right. That's a, that's a great point. Uh, what about you, Scott? Anything uh, that you... Um... Yeah, you know, I, it, it started off, you know, I mean, there was a little bit of a flashback. And like you said, that really, I think, hurt the pacing a little bit. But and I don't want to make comparisons, but like, you know, just coming off of like watching Hawkeye and having that street level view, like and then they went to the um at which i i enjoyed that series and and, and you know i we could that's a, a a podcast for another day but um um the like that scene where like i said where they were in there and they were starting all the conversations and the negotiations it kind of started to have that feel where like like oh this is going to be like just you know six seven episodes of him like building the empire or work in the city or work in the mayor or you know like some street level view which i think I think it would be kind of cool just to, to, to see like the real life, you know, just sort of a, a low level Boba Fett working his way up and it got too choppy. Like, like I think the cantina scene was kind of cool. The, the tributaries was kind of cool. And then they put all the other stuff in there and I'm like, I just don't know. I don't know where it's going. And so that was a yeah. little bit of a turnoff. True. True. I agree with that point too. Jesse, what about you? Um, Ready for a hot take? Who's mm -hmm. Boba Fett? <laughs> who is Boba Fett? Yeah, like what is the character Boba Fett is supposed to be? Because from uh, five and six, he's supposed to be a epic bounty hunter, right? Like yep. you send that guy out to kill somebody, and then when we see him in the Mandalorian, we get inklings of that. He's a tough guy. He knows how to fight. And in this show, we see a guy cracking jokes. Mm. Like it doesn't seem like the Boba Fett I know. Yeah. Right? And I think that's the script, the writing. It was all over the place. I, I don't know what's going on in the show. I think they should have focused on him in this episode coming out of the Sarlacc pit and everything that happened. Instead of flashing back, we should have seen him come out. Yeah. Right? I yeah, think it would have been a better story because, yeah. like, why is why is he trying to take over for Jabba? Why does he care? Right? Yeah. Like, he's a bounty hunter. He sh what What's his fascination with Tatooine? Right? I just it just seems all over the place to me, but the story could flush out in later episodes. It wasn't a bad first episode. It's just I don't know where it's going. Yeah. Speaking of which, what was the scene? You know, the 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 little um, Tuscan kid took him to see the the raiders of that one farm, and they were spray painting, and then like like took him there and I thought oh he's going to like do something and then like they just walk away and get water and I, you know I'm sure I'm guessing that will lead to something but I, like, I thought they were weird. going to that house I thought yeah, they right. needed something from that house and I was like oh yeah. the these are Jabba's guys and they beat him to it that's why he hates yeah. Jabba but no it, it the whole episode confused me like it was yeah. too mixed match yeah 
I actually forgot about that scene, but I, yeah. I think they were water farmers and maybe the kid was just like, look how important water is. People uh, are stealing yeah. it. Well, it's, it's, it's funny because, you know, you get a, there's a couple things I think is at play. And I, and again, I don't know if he's writing it well enough, you know, so you, you have that child who, again, you have the two kids kind of are, are maybe supposed to show their strength by beating up a, a, a prisoner or whatever, but then he's put in charge of the prisoner with his, his Mastiff, uh, you know, Tuscan Raider dog. And then again, why walk him out there? I thought they were walking out there to trade for water. Then those guys leave. And I'm like, okay, so, well, maybe they don't want to go there because maybe they don't want to get blamed for, for blowing up the place. Right. But then they go scrounging for water. And I'm like, you guys just left the scene where there's literally water shooting out of <laughs> the thing. I'm like, Go get your jug and fill it up. Oh, you didn't even bring a jug. So you're supposed to then scrape for these. I don't even know what those things were, you know? And and it was like, again, and it's like when the kid just pours it, I'm like, you're not going to waste water like that on Tatooine. That water is life. You know what I mean? Like you would put that thing in the dog's mouth or whatever. You're not going to just pour it out. And I'm almost like, yeah, no, I, I, I'm again, Mr. Favreau, I'm not buying it. Tighten up your writing. It's not going to change everybody's still going to be able to understand it. I feel that there's a certain level of, you know, again, not, I don't want to sound condescending, but I think it's written like at the level of an eight or 10 year old, but then even there's going to be parts of the eight or 10 year olds not even going to understand because it, it's, it, it doesn't make any sense. Right. So it's just like, you know, yeah, maybe, you know, if you're implying something, you might have to imply it better and then you get like that that one scene right after where the kid's like, "Oh, clearly I slayed this monster," and he and he's yeah. parading it around. And I'm like, "There's no way you slayed that monster with your stick. You have a, <laughs> a stick, and that guy's head's been sheared off." So then you got that really cool scene, I guess, with the the uh, the other Tuscan Raiders, right? Like this guy's like, "Okay, yeah, here you saved my son," or "Here you go, here's." Here's water finally, or, or 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 whatever. And I will say these Tuscan Raider guys look really cool. But again, yeah. the ass whooping that they laid onto him when he tried to escape, there's no way he is not getting revenge on those guys. Do you know what I mean? Like there's there's just there's just no way. So again, we got seven episodes, so maybe we'll place bets and maybe we'll be like, yeah, yeah, Andre was right. He killed one of them. But I again, <laughs> I don't know. I I wish you, but like to me, that doesn't make any sense. The stuff that I was really hoping to see in this first episode, I'm going to give them a couple episodes to 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 get there, but I really want to see in one of these flashbacks or whatever, I want a reason that makes sense that it took him five years to go back and get his armor. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And if they, if he, if Favreau cannot pull that together and stuff, I'll be like, yeah, no, this is the like. I'm gonna say it. He's done. He's done. I'll watch. I'll watch Filoni's written stuff uh, and stuff. But this, this to me, that's dumb. Like he, he might not remember that Jawas took it or whatever. But when we saw him in the Mandalorian, he clearly knew where his armor was because he followed the Mandalorian to that place, and then he got in his Slave One and followed them again so i'm like well where's his ship been for five years then you know what yeah. i mean there's all these kind of what ifs and sure you don't have to necessarily answer everything and make it like so tight 
But again, you're just like, you know, you're, you're establishing this character. And like Jesse said, you can't have the character be strong, stoic, silent, and then, you know, yeah. Joker or, hey, I want to be a mob boss. You know what I mean? Like, from what point do we get, hey, I'm going to help you get Baby Yoda back. And then, hey, Fennec, what are you doing right now? Nothing. Hey, let's go back to Tatooine and, 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 and take over. His like, character's all over the place. Like all I, over I, the place. Yeah. I don't know what Boba Fett is, right? Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Is he Tony Soprano? Is he a Mando buddy? Like, I don't know. Yeah. And there's no clear direction for him, right? Like, it's... I don't know. I've, I, I like the episode, but it's just... I want to see yeah. where it's going, like you said, Andre. Like, I, yeah. I hope I hope it pays off. I'm, it's the first yeah, episode. You don't want him to be a good guy. Why would he ever... I mean, like, he could be maybe the best guy but like i don't think he's gonna be a good guy right like he shouldn't be yeah. a good guy yeah and that's and i think that's weird i don't know if disney plus is gonna make us or give us a show about a bad guy maybe that's why they're trying to make him oh look he helped save the kid and then and, and and stuff like and he's oh he didn't kill all these tuscans even though they wronged him oh and he didn't and he forgave the jawas like maybe again but we already have that we've already seen that character in the mandalorian you know what i mean we've we've already seen that archetype so it would be cool you want to give us an underworld look like yeah what if he said no i'm going to become the leader of the new bounty hunters guild and i'm going to run it with a tight a tight fist but a fair fist out of respect and i'm going to you know we're going to make oh. i'm going to make up for all those years that i was whatever poor but again it's like money probably never was an object for him i don't know anyways we'll have to we'll have to wait and see so our final go around let's rate this episode uh let's do it out of 10 what do you guys give it out of 10 i'll give you a minute to think i'll start first um uh again visually i thought it was stunning it, it was star wars you know again you can never knock disney for what they're doing uh but uh it, it did have a lot of problems pacing for me writing for me uh general direction and, and interest so i'd probably give it like a six out of ten for a first episode so what about you jesse Oh, I was going to say B minus. So I think that's about a, what, a, a six? I think it's a six. No, right? six, B minus would be a, a, a 6.5. B minus is a seven. seven. Yeah, okay, seven, a, seven. a seven. It, it did look very nice. I, I did like catching up with the characters. I like that we saw a, a Greedo. I like that um, that robot, his uh, servant mm. robot, he had a very weird face, but I, I kind of liked it. Yeah. Like he had a humanoid face. Um, yeah. I did like the episode, but yeah, B minus. This okay. script just script it's changing the scale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I go out of ten, and we're getting we're getting letters here. Was it algebra? Come on now. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, seven, seven. Yeah, sorry, seven, six and a half, seven. Scott, what are you giving this this episode? Yeah, you know, like you said, visually, uh, like like you, you hit on the Tuscan, like the the costumes and the mat. I, I that was like that was like spot on um looked really great uh yeah I, I was gonna say i was i was waffling between like six six and a half i'll, I'll give it six and a half I, I you know nostalgic i like getting back to the characters a little bit uh jesse brings up a good point who who is boba fett i mean i kind of liked it because I, I feel like he is he is just he's just badass but like i feel like you know, there were there must have been some downtime where he was, you know, doing something funny, or was he just always like quiet on his ship, not talking to anyone? And yeah. so I don't know, maybe. Uh, but uh, overall, six and a half. With I'm curious to see where this goes. Hopefully, cool. it goes up. Megan. Yeah. Uh, same six and a half. Um, just 
I don't know. Like I said, it was whelming. It wasn't under or over. It was just whelming. Yeah. Like, that's, the that's the new word. I'm, that's yeah. the best. Yeah. <laughs> just whelming, whelming. You know? <laughs> not over, not under. Just, yeah. just that's that's the thumbnail. Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. Whelming. 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 <laughs> Love it. Awesome. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, tonight and thank you out there for tuning in and and uh, checking us out uh we may talk some more boba fett uh hopefully something gets us fired up and excited enough to to jump back on here and do something live but until then make sure you check out heroes world online for so much content that you will not know if you have time to watch it all We've got Sunday, the Heroes World podcast. We've got the Sidekick Show on Monday evenings. We've got Thursday, So What I Miss, and Friday, TGIF. And that's our show talking about all the good things that come into the store. And we get excited for what we're doing on the weekend. Also, look forward to when the four of us finally get back to do our final, final book club review on the last part of the Thrawn trilogy. So... Until then, keep watching. Let us know what you think and comment. And, you know, let us know if we are wrong. Do you disagree or do you agree? We love to discuss. Take care.